There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are back. Thank you for joining us. My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. And I will tell you that this will be the hour. This will be the hour when we play the uh, Royal Wedding Hot Ticket Sounder. And when you hear that, if you are Caller 7, you'll be joining us on Saturday morning in the Twin Cities Live Studios. It's going to be quite the event. 5 a.m. We're going to kick it off. It's 10 a.m. London time. We're going to have food for you from Keys Cafe, Royal Bingo, some amazing prizes, including a grand prize of a 55-inch TCL Roku TV. Whoa! Hey. I don't even know what that means. But a Roku. It's the built Roku. in. But it's a, in a TV. Oh, it's, our, it's, it's a, the whole TV. It's, I the TV's it was just... 55 inches, yes. so I don't know what a Roku in a TV is. I no, don't I mean, understand. Well, Roku is built into your TV. Instead of having the little box. The little box. The little yeah. oh, Roku okay. box, okay. which is what like okay. a lot of people have. Yeah. No, it's just another version of a smart TV. Wow. I know it. And All right. Julia, I've just this this whole royal everything... But you're very naive about the royals. I am. You've I not it. read enough of these uh, books, and I, I thought you were. I thought you no. knew a lot because you like your Philippa Gregory. I know, but Lori, I like to. Um, I've put my head in the sand. The breaking news was that Meghan Markle's dad told TMZ that he won't be going to the wedding um, and walking his daughter down the aisle next mm-hmm. week when she marries Prince Harry because of the embarrassment over uh, the overstaging pic- these these four. Photos yeah. uh, and, and accepting money. Okay, fine. Over but he could have accepted dollars. money a long time yeah. ago, Julia. And let me tell you, when those photos were on social media, everyone was like, ah, that's so yeah. adorable. That's so sweet. Well, I feel a little differently now that I know they were paid for and staged. I'm just saying. All right, let me just go back, yeah. though. All right, so I was looking for pajamas to wear this royal pajama party. Yes. Holy cow, we're going to have to dress up and get all ready for it on Saturday morning? Yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm really relying on my fascinator doing more than it probably can. Donnie posted the best fascinators yes. uh, in royal history, if yes. you'd like to take a look at those. They, ones, yeah. they don't hide as much as a hat. No, no they don't. We're going to wear so sunglasses. I might wear a hat. I mean, wear a hat. Yeah. Sunglasses. Yeah, I don't want to have to spackle it up. At, <laughs> I know. That's really in early in the morning yeah. to spackle before you work out and stuff. Gets into your skin. It be well, good. I have to give a shout out. Okay, yeah. so yesterday I met this this lovely couple at um, when I was at that Red River Kitchen food truck down mm-hmm. on Shepherd Road, and um, I want to give a shout out to Visante. You know who you are, Hola, and to Maria. Um, it was weird. They were sitting behind me and they were talking Spanish and they were talking uh, English, and it was this lovely couple with their two 
boys and mm-hmm. the dad was Jose and she just recognized your voice. She did. Yeah. And the person I was with thought she recognized what I look like. And I said, no, no, people recognize our voices because yeah. she had never even seen me. And so we're having this discussion. Was it the voice? Was it whatever? And she said, you're the lady on the radio. Yeah. And I said, yes. yes. She was the lady. Oh, you have saved me. They moved here from Puerto Rico six months ago. Oh. She drives from like Lakeville to Invergrove Heights to take her kids to school. Mm-hmm. And she had so much anxiety over our freeway system here. Yeah. And she said when she found Jason in the morning and us in the afternoon, oh. how she can now drive without having massive panic attacks. Yeah, and I oh, thought, that's nice. So cheers did to you, Maria. Did you tell her how embarrassed we are that we've done, we've done so little, the United States for, for Puerto Rico? I didn't Rico go and, there. Oh my God. Jose's a so, manager at Nordstrom. Right. I didn't go there. It was so, it's so embarrassing. Yeah, I didn't go there. Yeah, all right. They, their little son was um, singing and it was really, they were just a sweet couple. Good, so good. I just wanted to say hi to them. Once again, men dot, we're your girls. Saving people in the nightmare traffic. In the nightmare traffic. For new people, for people who have lived here forever and can't believe it's happening. Well. Is there more news? Are we going to move on? We are going to move on. All right. We're going to move on. I just want to tell you. We have to revisit it later. Oh, of course. You know we'll revisit it with uh, Elizabeth again. um, So yesterday, after kind of, you know, having sort of a busy Morning, mid-morning, and going, you know, I dropped by gardening place. I finally at about like, you know, 2.30 or 3. I'm like, oh, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to finish Altered Ego. Brian Freeman's coming mm. in. And anyway, I just got in this whole book thing, and I decided I would tweet uh, the guy, Chris Bohalian, the guy who wrote The Flight Attendant, the book I read last oh, week in California. That I've been obsessed with listening to. It's so good, isn't I, it? I wanted to walk yesterday for the cure with my headset on listening to the to the flight attendant. Which would have been rude to people we were walking It would have been very rude, with. but I'm, I'm going crazy. That is such a good book. Oh, it really is. I mean, it's going to be... I put the, the flight attendant right up there with the woman in the window. Right. As far as like suspense, the best sus- sus- right. suspense thrillers I've read this so you, what did you text him and so say? So here's what I uh, texted him. And yeah, I got... I tweeted I, him, I'm tweeted sorry. tweeted him, yeah, I tweeted him. Um, I just said another, I just do, I always take a picture of the... The, the cover of the book. book yeah, uh-huh. and I said another highly recommended suspense novel could not put down. And then I found him on Twitter and I said, please tell us, is this going to be a movie or a miniseries? So well, you tweeted right at Right him. at the author. Mm-hmm. And he's written like 20 books. And we've never even known. Say his name again. Chris Bohalian. Okay. Okay. So, um, so, the, but his book, The Flight Attendant, is like his 20th novel. Jeez. So he writes back and he wrote back right away. I love this. He tweeted back. First of all, thank you. So glad you loved The Flight Attendant. Second, yes, it will be a limited TV series oh. starring the utterly perfect Callie Cuoco. Per. Fact. She kind of is. Oh, she's so perfect for the flight attendants, ditzy, alcoholic not remembering, beautiful, yes. living. She's uh, the right age. Perfect. Yeah. Um, oh, from, my gosh. From Big Bang Theory. And he puts in Cali and he puts in Big Bang Theory. Third, Happy Mother's Day. And then copies in Warner Brothers TV and Doubleday Books. And Stop I'm just it. Like, what good Twitter manners, you know, awesome. blah, blah, blah. Oh. You're kidding me, Lori. Yeah. That's pr- so it's going to be a limited TV series a la Big Little Lies. And I'm t- we're telling you guys, this book, The Flight Attendant, if you like a suspenseful uh, novel with a female protagonist and it's kind of 
It's almost CIA on the trainee too, because she's got limited memory because of her yeah, drinking issues. but it's also kind of got you know the the whole international spy Russians. Russians. It's just got <laughs> Alexander. The, the network. So did he say Warner where? Brothers? Warner just Brothers. So whoever picks it, it up, mm, I see. Could be yeah. anybody. Okay. But uh, anyway, what good Twitter manners. I know. From and then him. third, Happy Mother's Day. Just like what a sweet guy. It is. And then I said, well, would you ever be on our show? Because. You know, people oh, said that. that's him calling Lori right now. <laughs> Tim Gunn called me earlier. Chris um, is listening to the show. So I asked him, I said, would you ever be on our show? Because when we asked, your publicist said you weren't doing any more interviews. Right. And, oh, boy, was he mad about that? He's like, was he? Oh, yeah. He goes, who told you? I mean, we're all direct messaging right. to each other. But anyway, I, I often, did he say yes? Yeah, he will. He's okay. going to. But I mean, I very often just tweet into the ether, like many people. It's what our usual yeah. modus operandi is. All of us who live out there in Twitter land. Is but it, but I love this about the books because you always usually include like Weiss Witherspoon. This is a really great <laughs> book and idea and the author's name and the picture of the book. You're making... This is a good one, Lori. That yeah. was a good one. Yeah. And then the other book I could recommend if you're looking for a summer book is called Force of Nature by Jane Harper. Um, it, she wrote the book, she's an Australian, uh, suspenseful, mm-hmm. you know, writer, but this is kind of more of family suspense, but she wrote the book dry right? and Reese Witherspoon optioned that for a limited TV series. What's her name again? Jane Harper. We've tried to get her on, but the time difference is really almost impossible Australia with tough. Australia. Right. Yeah. And then, so the second book, Force of Nature, one of the characters, it's a reoccurring character from uh, Dry. And I'm thinking, Reese, if Dry, the Dry is good, or I think it's just called Dry, right. then this will be the... The second book is already there with this reoccurring uh, character for this uh, police officer. A flawed, troubled man, Julia. Which, aren't but they? But with a, good instincts. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, I love it's about it. About these five women who get lost on an executive camping retreat in the Giraline Ranges in Australia. And what happens? And the story sort of goes back and oh, forth. Oh, gosh. That sounds good, too. Yeah. So you did some reading last week. Yeah, yeah, Force of Nature, The Flight and then, Attendant, and, and then, then Alter Ego with mm-hmm. Brian Freeman tomorrow. So, yeah, we we love it. It's we always book season here. I know. All right, listen, we come back. It's time for Julia's Random Thoughts and be listening for our sounder for the Royal Pajama Party sometime this summer. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, some wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's Random Thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, people, here's something random. We Mm -hmm. know that Prince Harry is a ginger, a royal ginger, no less. But um, where where do all the gingers come from? I feel like it would be like Ireland. It is. It's it's globally, red hair is rather rare. Just 1% to 2% of human population possess even the ginger gene. Mm -hmm. But it's um, the Celtic nations lead the way, according to map, around 10% of the population of Scotland, Ireland, and Wales boast a carrot top. Um, (laughs) When you keep going south, it's very, you know, to the warmer countries, Mm -hmm. you just don't see it. But Scotland's number one. 13% of their population have red hair. My brother's a redhead. Is he? he? Yeah, and he's Scottish. It was one of the things I did notice... um, the first time that I was in Ireland, I was like, my word, there's a lot of redheaded people here. Or Named Shannon. Sandy haired, <laughs> yeah. you know, and that ginger yeah. from in all that shades family. of red. Right. All shades. I was like, wow, way more than. Uh, way more. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. today is dance like a chicken day if you needed to do something or buttermilk. 
Yep, buttermilk biscuit day. All right. Okay, um, let's see. A second uh, Pablo Picasso painting that was owned by the former casino magnate Steve Wynn um, was expected to go up for auction. Remember the first um he had a uh, Picasso and he put his elbow through it. Oh, yeah. And yeah. he damaged it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that one sold, though, after it was repaired, you know, repaired for $155 million. Is that all? <laughs> this Picasso was supposed to get about $70 million. And it was going to be at uh, Christie's Auction House this past weekend. But it was damaged um, during the final stages of preparations. Can you imagine being that person? Well, I think a lot of the people that Steve Wynn assaulted and stuff are like going, that is called painting karma. It is. For him. I would agree. They'll repair it. Yeah, they'll repair it. You'll get your $85 Mm -hmm. million. They'll come back. Um, This is a CNN story, and I'm sorry, kind of is a study of Da Lori, but walking's good for you. Oh, geez, that is a complete study of Walk three miles per hour for 30 minutes a day, and it's a good workout. So, Okay, how many ways do we have to be told that one? I know. Well, there you go. Mm -hmm. Okay, do you think this is a good thing or a bad thing? You know, when you would... You grew up with the um, the fairy tale books, the yeah, uh, Hans Christian Andersen and the Grimm's. I and love the Grimm's. Grimm. I love the Grimm's. And you love tales. those, but yeah. in, I grew up with more. I think Disney like Cinderella and the Prince and the you know Glass Slipper. But they're saying the that Disney version. Yes, of the what dish is and, basically Grimm's fairy tale stories, yeah, right? Disneyfied, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're saying now this Liam Howley, um, he? he's a, of the marketing director of Music Magpie, which commissioned the research to talk about how many parents are changing the traditional fairy tale stories when they're telling them to their kids. Oh, so that it's not always the girl getting rescued by, by the, the boy. prince mm-hmm. or that it's not, you know, some of them are too violent. The stories have been That's around. what I loved about the, I know the, the true Grimm stories. They were really Yeah, the wolf dark. got his own. Yeah. <laughs> Little Red Riding Hood. Is the story that people are most likely, to, parents are most likely to, to change. change. Yeah, yeah. Followed yeah. by the three little pigs and the gingerbread yes, man. Yes, because the, the witch eats everybody. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All yeah. of those, they get eaten by a villain. <laughs> yeah, Snow right. White and the Seven Dwarfs, Cinderella and Goldilocks uh-huh. and the Three Bears are also among the top 20 tales. I mean, I didn't start reading those books until I was in fifth grade and we'd moved to Japan. We lived... You know, in a Japanese neighborhood, we weren't on base. We didn't, all we had was armed forces radio. I mean, book reading was what saved me because right. there was nothing. It was just the radio, Japanese TV. And what I else would, are you going to do? Yeah, what else I was going to do? So I loved reading those. And sometimes I would read them and act them out to my sister. Sure. And but do my, you think- my little sister always got scared because she was three and a half. You know, she was like only in first grade. These stories were not appropriate for her. Right. Do you think that this is just <laughs> you know, normal that people are changing the words to? Uh, yeah, that's why people so. do the Disney. V- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Version. I mean, yeah. it's traumatic for some kids at the wrong age seeing Bambi. My mom is still traumatized oh. from seeing Wizard of Oz when she was five. 
Well, that was scary. That was the too wicked scary witch of the west because was of the flying monkey. Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. the flying monkey. It was. She hates that movie to this day. She's never seen it once since she was five. That's how. If you see something scary or read something scary at the wrong age, it just it, traumatizes you. For yeah, you'll stay away from it forever. The uh, original version of Pinocchio. Um, I know why it was Disneyfied. Yeah, it's gets gets pretty dark in places. It does. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, my dad. I this is if a memory changes. No, no. Oh. I'm just remembering one time my little sister Catherine and I were watching Heidi with my dad, mm-hmm. and he was a puddle. Crying. Walk, Heidi, really? walk. You know, like yeah. we all know the story. <laughs> right. But my and my dad knows it way more. He's heard right. it nine hundred million times, and he's just. In tears. Yeah. And I just remember oh him just being there. Come on, do it. Just get up and do it. And bawling. And we're like, Dad, you know what this is about. But it's like he was the biggest weirdo with movies. He was yeah. so weird with well, movies. Well, you get all caught I up in know it again. It. We were talking about, um, you know, people trying to save different. I think Heidi told us, Heidi, Holly told us at the top of the hour that celebrities are getting involved in trying to save TV shows. Mm-hmm. And that um, with Brooklyn 911 or 999. You know, who the guest stars are going to be. Yeah, well, Twitter can be a yeah. force of good and evil. And I, yes, I remember so it, it all yeah. started with that Skeet Ulrich, Jericho, remember the Peanuts? Yeah, yep. people that was Peanuts. one of the first ones. But He's kicking it on Riverdale. I kind of have stopped Riverdale. Oh, I know. The Black know. Hood is back with vengeance. It is? Yeah. Did, all right, fine. Yeah. Kelly Clarkson, though, was trying to save the um, show Timeless, where they do time traveling. Mm. Have you ever watched that? Never. No. I did a couple times, mm. but she... I've never even heard of it. It's kind of good. Mm. What, is it a network show? It's yeah. a network show. Mm-hmm. It's on NBC, and um, she said, she wrote on Twitter, in a world where reality can be terrifying and depressing, isn't it great to have a show that is fun, historical escapism? Yes. I know I'm right. That's how I feel about Outlander. Oh, I know. So timeless. She's All behind right, trying she's, to well, get that she's saved. She's got a lot of supporters. Maybe they'll help her. I hope so. I was right. surprised Kevin Can Wait got the boot. I was too. I, was I kind of oh. thought that the... Well, it's canceled. Yeah, canceled. Yeah. Okay. So. Tell me what you think about this. Do you think... Okay, this is just a little organizing tips. Okay, Lori? Um, about your kitchen. Do you only display on your countertop what's both beautiful and functional? Since I've redone my kitchen, yes. Okay. But before, you didn't care what was on the countertop. Very cluttered. Isn't that interesting? I don't know why, if it's interesting. But why did you why did you want to take out the clutter instead of put them back out there? Cuz you get used to see you get used to your crap being out. So that's why if you let it get be too cluttered, then you start to get the blind dusty eye. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's a good one though. Only leave like the toaster unless you use it every day. Mine's mine's put away. I we use ours every you day. You use it. If, okay. if I put a toaster under the sink, all I would be doing is distributing more crumbs across my floor Back every time Casey took it out. Yeah, yeah, I, I leave mine. You leave yours out. Yeah, it's too. Much, it's too major of an electrical yes. component, and yeah. it has no use in my house. Yeah, um, re- that's why you got your vibrator plugged in oh. right next to your bed. No, I leave it on the countertop, Lori. That's my kitchen countertop. Conversation starter. I mean, now you know. I know. Now you know. You've got to stop using it in the soup, though. That's, um, she's whipping it's a blender. Up her, she's whipping up her muffin mix. No, my muffin mix. That's why your soup tastes so good. <laughs> Thank you, Kenny. Really? I, this, is a- this is going viral in a big way. 
This is the My Talk Now trending report. What's this? What's the latest? Ending online this afternoon, Margot Kidder, the actress most noted for her role in the 1978 movie Superman, has died at the age of 69. Also trending would be Project Runway. The show is returning to Bravo after spending the last 10 years on the Lifetime Network. Also trending, the NBC Upfronts, the network unveiled their new shows for the upcoming fall 2018 season today. And also trending, Drake and Migos, they're going on tour together this summer. And it's called the Aubrey and the Three Amigos Tour. It stops at the XL Energy Center on August 1st. And finally, SCOTUS trending this afternoon. The United States Supreme Court has struck down a federal law that effectively banned sports gambling in states other than Nevada. That's what's trending here at MyTalk. Now you know what we know. See MyTalk1071.com. Thanks for hanging out with us. Listen in the next half hour for that royal wedding sounder for the pajama party on Saturday. If you're sick of the royal wedding, just get used to every single channel, station. It's just everywhere. I'm back in love with it. Yes, we had the biggest scandal today. today. Well, yeah, not only that, but just even seeing like Natalie and Kit for Access Hollywood in front of Buckingham Palace. And they had so many fun guests on and entertainment tonight. And there is a lot. We are fast and it doesn't happen very often. It's not like these things. I mean, the last wedding we had was seven years ago. Yeah. And we've kind of um, like we're ready again. I'm ready. And this, yes, the added dramatic visibility of the of, dad pulling out of going. Yes, is just... Meghan Markle's dad. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Not walking her down the aisle. That yeah. broke today. Yes. TBD. TBD. Okay, so... But the other thing competing for people's attention this weekend, uh, we really do have a good uh, movie opening, we hope, on Friday. It sure looks good. And it is the movie starring Jane Fonda's, Fonda, Candace Bergen, Mary Steenburgen, and Diane Keaton. It's called The Book Club. Is that what it's yes. called? Yeah, Book Club. The Book, book, club. book club. And it opens uh, this week and last weekend, Melissa McCarthy's book, our movie was out and I Feel Pretty, you know, is still yep. in the theater. So we do have some options if you're not into the Avengers, the yeah. superhero it, type of yes, movies. which is it wonderful. Feels good. And then we've got Ocean 8's around the corner. Mm-hmm. So here are all four of the ladies sat down, obviously with Natalie before she flew to London. Okay. Uh, talking about this movie. The movie revolves around your friendships were there real friendships formed there because had you all never worked together no no never. and yes real friendships were formed what did you enjoy most about the movie each the other friendship. i said yes yeah. i'll tell you what i really enjoyed i really enjoyed kissing andy garcia oh my god <laughs> sexy yeah. let's talk about the other theme in the movie is sexuality and the idea that women of a certain age are no longer sexual it should be a choice <laughs> but we shouldn't be forced out of sensuality just because we're old book club proves that fonda keaton steenburgen and bergen have all maintained their sexy through the decades in 1968 jane fonda was the poster girl for sexual prowess in the cult classic barbarella diane keaton became a style icon in the 1970s with her high-waisted pants and distinct oh, fashion sense in annie hall Mary Steenburgen shimmied her way to an Oscar in the 1980 film Melvin and Howard. 
And Candace Bergen went from Ford model in the 1960s to Murphy Brown in the late 1980s. You all are such powerful women in Hollywood, and this movie comes out at a time that we are all talking about the Me Too movement and the power of women together. I'm sure you all have dealt with your own share of issues in the business. I think we all just have experienced certainly the pay differences for one thing for the same amount of work or in a similar part to somebody and there's such a discrepancy in pay but it's not just about young women that you really have to think about this in terms of your whole life and what's great about this movie is it's about women looking ahead to the future that's fun and that's mm-hmm. vibrant and that full of new adventures well, it just so happened to be that you were reading the Fifty Shades of Grey trilogy. <laughs> Had any of you read that before the movie? Yeah. I'd read some of it. I mean, when it was out, it was you, you couldn't escape it. It was just everywhere. Yeah, you wanted to see what people were talking about. Such a cultural yeah. phenomenon. I'm glad that she wrote the Fifty Shades books. I think it's great. I think it really affected a lot of women in a good way. Including this book club. That's right. Yep. And it did. It just, I mean, you know, some people had caught on to, you know, or had been into erotic uh, literature, oh. but a lot of people didn't. I didn't know about it. Yeah, I didn't know about it and didn't, you Not know. like that. Not like that. Yeah, no. but that, it's been out there, but like you had to like really search it. We hadn't had anything that was so mainstream. Yeah. It mainstreamed it. Because exactly. I remember in college, I had a friend who was way into it, and I thought, oh, interesting, yeah. good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Right. Um, You know, wonderful. I The first the first erotic book I ever read was The Story of O. Mm-hmm. And my two, my, my two girlfriends and I were 19, we're in Europe, we're traveling around on Eurail, horny as hell, and we're reading out loud The Story of O, and we cannot even believe... What we are reading, learning about, and what is making us feel all tingly mm-hmm. while we're I, reading it. I'm going to have you take the book club um, <laughs> quiz right now. It's just okay. four questions. Right. And then it'll, we gotta hear it'll from... define who you are. Of the, You don't want to do that? Define well, who you are, ladies, or you want to hear from the ladies? Yeah. Well, here's the thing, the observation just from the, the trailer. So Jane Fonda's guy is Don Johnson, who's like 12 years younger than Jane Fonda, but Mm -hmm. still 12 years younger. Jane Fonda is playing a younger person. Andy Garcia is Diane Keaton's. He's young. I mean, I love the flip flop on this. Mm -hmm. Who's with Craig T. Nelson? Is that? He's in the movie too. He's, yeah, he's and with it, somebody. Yeah, and again, yeah. I don't know if he's the same age. He might be with Candace Bergen. Yeah, I have no yeah. idea, but that's kind of interesting. I thought, oh, maybe Sam Elliott was busy because I always like <laughs> oh, to see him in a movie. I do too. As the handsome older guy, but they casted younger guys and older women. Love it. We never see that. No, we don't. All right, well, let's listen to Jane. Uh, she was on Ellen. Yeah. yeah, okay. Here we go. You know, you know that when you were younger, you didn't think 80 would feel like this, right? I didn't think I'd live this long. Are you yeah. kidding? I never. If you had told me when I was twenty or thirty that that I would actually still be acting, still active at eighty, on a show like this, I would have said you're out of your mind. There's yeah. No There's no way. Yeah. No, I didn't think I'd live this long. So you know, every day I get up and I want to pinch myself. I feel very blessed. Yeah. But I've worked for it. Yes, you do. You I've work- tried hard to stay healthy and and. Um, and when you say you didn't think you would live that, because I, I grew up feeling the same way. I didn't think I was going to be an older person. I thought I was going to die young. And did you really think you were not going to live a long time? Oh, no. I, I definitely thought I was not going to live. Yeah. I thought I'd die lonely and uh, 
probably from alcohol or something like that. Yeah. Um, and Weird. the fact that I'm not an addict and I'm 80 and I'm working and it's just a miracle to me. It's and, and the inn is closed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or did she yes. say that? That was last week. Oh, you were on vacation. Yeah. She said there's no more room in the inn. In the end, she's being, closed her she's, bag. She's closed yeah. it yeah. down. She's closed down the shop. Well, I'm going to give you a theory why. Okay. She doesn't want to date young. She wants to date like a guy her age mm-hmm. or within a, like a ten year span radius of her age. Okay. Of, okay. Uh, because radius. Well, span. Yeah, but I mean, the younger guy. She's you know the vag is eighty, and so I mean maybe like a forty year old is like that's too young for her. That's too much energy. That's he would have a more of a. Sexual so you think need. her thing is she's having a hard time finding people in her age group. Yes, to get it on with. Yes, there's, you can't just accept that she just maybe I, said she's done. I well with yeah, that part of her but, life, but I feel like part of it might be the lack of partners because a you've got the guys who are eighty who are looking for younger women, right. or guys that are not acknowledging that they uh, have erectile dysfunction, ED. Put the shizzle back in the swizzle, as I heard Snoop Dogg say on an ad the other day. Oh, He's my doing, word. <laughs> He's I love doing that you just ED. can't accept that you just might be done. But she, yeah. all that also could be, I mean... Well, you're right. I mean, there's a lot of there's, things that happen. I, but mean, I mean, it's always fun. Like the the Don Johnson thing in the movie, yeah. you know, the, he's like 69 and she's a, you know, and you, she could actually, they look realistic yeah, together. But, you know, realistically, how many people really do want to, like, she probably has more fun with her girlfriends and uh, the guys that she kind of likes, they're interested in the 50 year olds. All right. Mm-hmm. And then the other guys that she really likes. They can't do it anymore, mm-hmm. or they don't want to do it anymore. And maybe she's got somebody where they're just like, uh, "Here's what she said: comfortable not okay. doing it." So she said, even though her movie career shows no signs no of sh- slowing uh-huh. down, she's going towards a different type of retirement. At the premiere for a book club last week, she it, revealed at, at, at the Cannes Film Festival. It was before that. Okay, um, she revealed to Extra she's officially done with. Sex. I I'm love not. That da- she told us that nobody I ever know. tells us that. That's what I'm saying. This is honesty. I'm not dating anymore, but I did up until a couple of years ago. I'm 80. I've closed up shop down there. Mm-hmm. She said at 74, I had an amazing, fulfilling sex life you when know, I was that young. Richard Perry, that record producer, yeah. and then he got like Parkinson's. Yeah, and then he probably wasn't really, you and, know, healthy yeah. in that way. And then they separate. Yeah, yeah and, and so she up. just says, "I'm done." Right. I'm not dating. I'm done well, with that part of my life. Think of how long you've been dating. She's been married three times. Think of her sexual real estate at 80. And then she was, you know, in Ooh, the swinging well, 60s and everything. Well, she didn't. She yeah. said she yeah. wasn't. She had a more fulfilling sex life when she was older. Older, yes. When I was you're young, not having so much regret sex. No, that no? wasn't it. All right. She had so many inhibitions. I oh. didn't know what I desired. Mm-hmm. So as she got eight, older and knew her body and felt yeah. comfortable, you hear that a lot. Yeah, you do. You feel comfortable with yourself. You're open to it. Doesn't matter yeah. if you're got yeah. a little muffin top over here or something. It doesn't matter. It's all right. about right, right. You're right. here to have fun, and no one cares about it. Mm-hmm. So, and that comes with age because I, I think. Love it. Well, she, let's listen to okay. Ellen uh, ask Jane about feeling free. Maybe we'll all get right. into this. You you feel now. What, just free that you don't have to do things you don't want to do? There's that. It's, there's, I don't have as much ego stake in outcomes. Mm. Something doesn't work out, you know. Also, 
you know, if you have a whole lot of time behind you and just a little in front of you, as is the case with me, I can look back and say, well, I survived that. You know, friends have died, there's been divorces, there's been all kinds of difficult things. I survived. You don't sweat the small stuff, right? You, you don't make mountains out of molehills. Yeah. And, um, you know, assuming health, older people tend to be um, much less hostile, less angry, less anxious, more empathic. Yeah. Yeah. It's just really cool. You know, my daughter can still press my buttons, but it doesn't yeah. stay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, mothers and daughters, it's challenging, right? Guess what? You don't get over it. It doesn't go yeah. away. <laughs> That's so true. I mean, you know, remember the long-term happiness study that the peak yes. of happiness starts at 50 and it keeps going the very up. peak as long as you have your health, 85. Yeah. It's because amazing. most people by 85, they maybe something happens, but that those are the happiest years outside yeah. of being child, 50 it. to 85. Yep. I totally believe it. I do too. All right, listen, when we come back, we've got a lot to Hollywood speak, including we may finally know who Miranda Lambert cheated on that made Blake Shelton kick her out the door. She's marrying the prince. I'll get my pajamas on. The spit spot, Albert Hall, meat and two veg, Big Ben, Dave Clark 5, spam and eggs, bit, bit, tittio. That's hot. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! 651-641-1071. What is the meaning of this? It's the sounder, Jules. Heard it. Okay, so Miranda Lambert. Oh, yes. Tell me. Okay, so never forget this. We just have to say it. Miranda Lambert is a serial husband stealer. Okay, her current relationship is with a dude who joined Miranda for three days on her tour. And by the end of those three days, he'd left his wife of a year and a half, ghosted his wife. Ghosted okay? her. Ghosted it was her. Unbelievable. And he just never went home. Miranda also was involved in Blake Shelton's marriage when um, they first got together. Right. And they were all always- falling apart. Just finish it. Involved yeah. in the marriage, falling apart. Yep. And of course, there are many rumors. That seemed to be more on the side that the reason Blake got a divorce in 10 days in Oklahoma is that she he busted Miranda doing something. Right. Really bad. With someone else. And the ground zero of all of this, we found out, <laughs> is a guy named Jeff Allen McManus who dated Miranda 12 years ago. And she was engaged to Jeff when she started having her affair with Blake while he was married to his first wife, Knet. Got it. Okay? Got it. And when the story came out about Miranda and this troubadour guy, remember Blake tweeted the karma, I see it in the distance. He yeah. tweeted this thing that that basically was 100% about Miranda he Lambert. He cheated on me, karma's a bitch kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. So this Jeff guy, who was Miranda's fiance when she cheated on him with Blake, remember he called him an arrogant SOB. Yeah. And now he has more to say. Uh, well, basically, he was like, who are you to call karma when, you know. You cheated on your wife to be with my girlfriend, my fiance. Right, my fiance. Yeah. So here's what he said. Okay. He said, uh, um, I would imagine that the Miranda I knew 12 years ago is a completely different person now. Um, and she ditched him via phone call. Okay. To go after Blake Shelton. Okay. He, he said, um, he said, I know that heartache. I know what it's like to be blindsided, blah, blah, blah. But he, 
the gossip that what he says was, I'm sure Miranda did Blake dirty just like she did me, but he wasn't thinking about me when he's cheating on her. So I don't know why he thinks Miranda's new romance is karma when he knows that uh, Miranda was cheating on Blake with her married tour manager. Oh, there it is. There it is. But oh. it, it does bug me that, you know, he needed to that he that. needed to say that again. Wow. But yet at the same time, ground zero wow. of all of this. What is, who, is he a musician or why He's is he? He's happily married now. Why uh, did he need to do that? Uh, well, because I suppose he, after he tweeted that, you know, after he, Jeff Allen clapped back because he really took offense for whatever reason and didn't think. And then the Star magazine called him and said, wow. do you have anything else to say? We'll run a photo of you and your wife and give you $15,000 for a story. And oh. so anyway. Um, so that's who she cheated on Blake with, with her with, tour with manager. her married tour manager. Okay. That is the story. Tour manager. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's so common. Anyway, maybe Miranda will try to hit him again, hit on this guy again when she sees his wedding ring. Ooh, slam. <laughs> wow. Just kidding. Okay. Uh, you got to take a look at this photo. Just... We got a Hollywood speak it because it's, it's just, posted. It's beefcake. It's man cake. We're all eyes. Our eyes are thirsty. It is Charlie Hunnaman and Garrett Hudlin, Hedlund, who are going on a barefoot run in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. No shirt, no shoes, no problem. And this is for the Netflix movie Triple Frontier. Mm-hmm. And they just took out. Yeah, they. Uh, I hate running barefoot. I did it once and I could hardly walk for three days. Yeah, it's not comfortable. On a beach, too. Yeah. Terrible. I think that was a bad part, too. But anyway, he... Um, they they're just, making the movie. They're mm-hmm. making the movie and they just look fantastic. They the just, Hollywood speak are hot men running. Hot men running. And Garrett Hedlund is really cute. And I want to know who he's going to date next. And I, I'm i just waiting he for the with, day that Charlie Hunnam breaks up with Morgana, the girlfriend. Why? Of 12 because, years. Because I we're know. done with them. I'm done with him. I want <laughs> we to want him to move on. Yeah. We do. I was kind of sad Taraji got engaged yeah. because now she's, well, I guess she's been dating her guy for like three years. I don't know. I just, I'm shallow. I want him to yeah, be with really? somebody. Hotter? Uh, yes. yes. Go ahead and say it. Yes. <laughs> okay. And they've been together. He's been dating Morgana for eight Ever. or nine years. I don't know. Yep, I know. And he's always leaving her behind, going off on these shoots. He's like this, oh, you know. Oh. I'm not saying he's doing anything. No, he he's isn't. getting into, like when he did the Lost City of, of Z, he said he, he didn't talk to her for five months. I guess she's an understanding girlfriend. for. Mm-hmm. She reminds me she's going to be Heidi Bivens. And there will be a Jennifer Aniston that comes along for her not that I'm comparing Charlie Hunnam to Justin Thoreau, but I'm just saying she's wasting all this uh, time maybe with him. And then in four years, he's going to do some hot movie with some hot lady. Right. And then boom. Did you, Speaking of this, okay, did you guys watch Saturday Night Live? No. Did you, yes. Okay, did you see Amy Schumer's talking about um, her her opening? I, that was a bad opening, Julia. I could not finish About the Mother's opening. Day? Yeah. But when she did her stand-up comedian part, you thought that was bad too. Terrible. Okay. Absolutely did you terrible. see the video that she made about you know telling her kid about how much she loved being the mom and that it, was very cute. It flashes that was back hysterical. That to was the, the delivery best room and the little kids talking about mom. You know, did you 
What was it like? Oh, honey, it was just so delightful. And then, and then she was screaming, how much bigger can the hole get? Yes, it, it was hysterical. It was the, that was very cute. Yes. And I liked the cold open with yes. everybody and their moms. But that monologue was no bueno for, for both. Casey and I were just yeah. like, we're like waiting. But no, there were some, some okay skits. And then I love Casey Musgraves. Oh, I didn't hear her. That but was I just, the musical yeah. performance. Okay. Okay, Lindsay Buckingham breaks silence on Fleetwood Mac. Yes. Oh, my God. How many times do these break up and get back together? Um, he was performing at some private party for somebody this weekend or something and decided to talk about it. He was fired from Fleetwood Mac. Well, I mean, they've had, they've all, they, I mean. They've broken up. He didn't want yeah. to go on tour. And here's what he said. Um, he said, it's been an interesting time on a lot of levels. For me personally, probably some of you know that for the last three months, I have sadly taken leave of my band of 43 years. This was not something that was really my doing or my choice. I think what you would say is there were factions within the band that had lost their perspective. Okay. What that did was to harm. And this is really the only thing I'm sad about. It harmed a 43-year legacy that we worked so hard to build. Yeah, I know. I know. I don't think you need to say anything. I don't even know that they're all the way broken up. The the fact that he said that, as you know, for the last three months, I've sadly taken leave of my band of 43 years, means he longs to go back to the band. I'm going to say perspective means they wanted to go out and make a bunch of money, and I didn't think we needed to do that. The tour, because we just toured like right. two it's years ago. It's about the money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what's Not, wrong with making I money? I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Maybe he didn't think that was He doesn't want to work that hard. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe he and Stevie Nicks could reignite their hot affair from the 70s. I'm so for it. Wrong with that. I'm for it, Laurie. All right, listen. We'll, we'll be back with more... 